Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Although this is not to my dad, um, this is more... The speech that I'm going to say at his services tonight, I just thought titling it Dear Dad, uh, it just felt appropriate as in um, I just see him looking down and um, I guess it's like a message to him, uh, but not directly a message to him, if that makes sense. Okay, so uh, if you don't know, my dad passed uh, a few days ago and his services uh, tonight and I'm supposed to say something. And of course, I, you know, I'm not a memorizer, if that's a word. So I'm going to just kind of wing it and use this episode slash podcast slash you um, as a, an audience so I can practice. I hope you don't feel used. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say tonight. First, uh, I'm going to walk up there with my new glasses and the thing about my new glasses uh is they either look like old grandpa glasses like reading glasses like what santa claus would would wear or (laughs) or if you have the confidence they i they i like them they can actually kind of look cool a a little bit on the hipstery side but anyway i'm going to say um no these glasses did not belong to my dad they are mine i picked out these glasses and hopefully I'll get a few laughs. And if I don't, it's going to feel very weird. And then this is what I'm going to say. So my dad wasn't the kind of guy who uh, took us camping or taught us how to, by us, I mean my brother and I, how to swing a bat or throw a ball. My dad actually worked a lot and he was rarely home. But he did teach me things and, and these are some of the things that he taught me. One, work ethic. Well, more my brother than me. Um, and by the way, I these are I, I don't. Um, this isn't something that I that I've written down word for word. They're just bullet points. That's not what I'm going to say to them. I'm talking to you. Okay, work ethic. My dad um, worked his entire life, and I'll, I'll, as a side note, I'll get into more of uh, of what he did uh, when he came to America. But um, he worked a lot and when I think about my parents and the amount of um, work they put in to not only uh, their businesses um, but also you know um, building something in America I look at my life and it's it's never going to match their work ethic but um, his work ethic has definitely inspired me Um, and I know it's different because well, it was harder for him uh, as an immigrant coming to America and, you know, without any education and building something with his hands. Um, it makes me so grateful and feel so lucky that I could – I mean, I, I use my hands in a different way. I use my fingers to type. He actually <laughs> pulled telephone cables. So um, I'm so grateful, and I, and I, I look look at his work ethic, ethic now, um, and I'm in, in my uh, – admired and inspired 
of course, as a kid, I was just angry he was was never home, you know. But now, as an adult looking back, I uh, I appreciate that and I, I respect it. Okay, next, his uh, okayness to be appropriate, inappropriate. I'm sorry. Uh, my dad's the kind of guy that would fart and blame it on my mom. He was always joking. He was always inappropriate. Um, you know, when he was happy, he was so happy. And of course, when he was down, he was down. And um, it just reminds me that it's okay to be human. And that's what sometimes being human looks like. And that's where I get all my inappropriateness. That's where I um, am silly and ridiculous and uh, BA people. Is that, is that still a thing? Is that a word, BA? Um, not, I mean, it, 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 is a, it is a term, but I don't know. That's an 80s thing, right? Because it's something that I used to do a lot as a kid, and, and I don't think I've ever stopped. As a 46-year-old, I still pull my pants down and show people my ass. Uh, there are pictures of it on the Internet as proof. <laughs> but um, the inappropriateness that I used to label as child, childish and um, – you know, I, I I used to label it as, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as childish. And um, now I, I realize that it's not. I, I realize that there's a version of that that just means that you're human. And um, my dad definitely represented that. And I, it's one of the, the things that I, I appreciated most about my dad is um, his silliness. Um, also, toward the end, he... He kind of um, – he would call me at random times. And it's funny. He would call me more and more. And the thing is, as I was growing up, I had a lot of anger toward my dad. And um, I always sent him the voicemail. And toward the end, I started to answer his calls. And I was really <laughs> I was really curious on what he would say. And he would just um, – he would just say, uh, hey, John, what are you doing? And I, I would – I would say nothing. There would be a sense of panic because it's always, you know, what are you doing? Can you come over and, you know, fix the remote control or all these little things that, uh, that I wanted him to do himself, but he was kind of dependent on me. Um, by the way, this is probably not what I'm going to say. I'm totally birdwalking. I'm just talking now to you. Not this is not, I pulled myself out of the uh, services speech, and now I'm just talking <laughs> to you uh, via via my uh, my podcast and um, telling stories. We'll be right back after this brief message. I don't know about you, but my gut is all kinds of fucked up. And I am bloated all the time. Did you know that your gut bugs can control your energy production and even body shape? When you cut out sugars to lose fat, your gut bugs, that sounds kind of gross, lie dormant and wait. Plus, they also shoot out eggs. When the sugar comes back, they wake up all the eggs and then the eggs hatch. And this is why we get a rebound weight gain and bloated so easily after losing weight. ATP Science created a new product called Gut Right. And I want you guys to check this out. Here's what Gut Right does. It stops the overgrowth of normal bugs that immune burden and toxicity systematically. Gut Right replaces the missing mod biotics in our diet, just like multivitamins can replace the missing vitamin. So get your gut right today. Visit atpscience.com forward slash get gut right and get 20% off uh, your first order Plus, you get free shipping when you use the coupon code 
angry therapist. Go to atpscience.com forward slash get gut right and you get 20% off your first order if you use the coupon code all caps angry therapist and get your gut straight as I am doing. And so he uh, he would always call his sons. Actually, I was lucky because my brother got most of it, but I was you know my brother my brother was my umbrella. He was older, and um, ask us to do things you know because he couldn't speak English or because he you know like call the phone company or my remote controls broken or all these little things. And I, of course, after years of that, when I was in my twenties, it just I, I just couldn't deal with it. And then now being 46 and him in his later years, I, of course, I, I answered his phone calls knowing that he didn't have a lot of time. And he would just say, what are you doing? And I would say, nothing. He's like, are you okay? Are you good? I'd be, I mean, he wouldn't say, are you good? But he's like, you know, is everything okay? And I would say, yes. And then he would just hang up. And <laughs> he would do this often, like twice a week. And at first it was kind of like annoying. And then I actually started to find humor in it. And I thought it was funny. And I... Um, and it changed for me when I decided to be empathetic and um, tried to understand him more, you know. And I think that a lot of times, especially with our parents, we are uh, we react because, of course, a dynamic between us and our parents uh, run deep, and there's a lot of resistance, and we snap back to the 15 year old who was uh, trying to run away, right? Um, but if you if you step back and you kind of um, create a space to appreciate and 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 see your 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 uh, your parents' story and and who they are, not as parents but as people, then there's room for empathy and understanding. And so, in the last uh, couple months, I tried to do that, and it was really helpful because I got to appreciate him more. And anyway, my point is the one of the things that I. I did appreciate about him. It was his unique way of expressing his love. And it was just a reminder that um, you don't have to express your love in a way that other people do. You know, it could be um, a random phone call twice a week and and then hanging up on the person. <laughs> just saying, what are you doing? How are you? Right. And the final thing um, that I really learned about my dad and really appreciated about him was he was a dreamer, you know, he came to America and this is now guys, now I'm back at the, uh, at the funeral services and tying the end of my speech. Um, came to America with two kids, a wife and very little money, uh, joined the military, was in Vietnam war and then, um, got into the phone business and my mom was, uh, frying egg rolls and chicken and working, uh, slaving in fast food. Uh, and, and, uh, my dad pulled telephone cable, a lot of manual labor. Um, and he was a dreamer in that he never said no to any of our ideas. So my mom was more of the pessimist, the realist. My dad was a dreamer. Um, and he was a yes man. And I could have said, dad, we should sell our restaurant move to Alaska and sell ice. And he would have entertained that, you know, um, and I, I really, I feel like the dreamer in me, um, the, the 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 part of me that is always asking what if and what could be, uh, not in a bad way, but in a open-minded, um, entrepreneurial, exciting, you know, playing with my Legos kind of way. All of that came from um, my dad. And I don't know if it's from genes or from observing him, but he was always one to take risks. I think he 
him just you know making a decision to bring his family to America um, was it was the biggest risk and then building a life here and um, working hard buying his cool uh, buying his kids cool shit <laughs> so so they don't get picked on um, and then you know continuing to dream and um, teaching us how to dream <clears throat> I think uh, that goes a lot further I know that it has for me than um, than uh, teaching me how to throw a ball and anyway um, so th those are some of the things that I really appreciated about um, my dad and that I carry with me you know um, I choose not to see tonight as a, a, a sad event. I actually have a lot of peace with his passing, and I almost um, see it as a celebration um, and celebrating what it means to be human, um, celebrating uh, stories and um, immigrants and dreams, and also celebrating my own relationship with him in um, – reconnecting and appreciating and not just seeing him as um, an alcoholic or someone who worked a lot or someone who wasn't around. And I know that when I uh, caught fire, when I was working in nonprofit and I realized that we lived in a father fatherless nation, I related that to my own story and was angry that my dad was also never home. And I wonder how that impacted me. And all of that is real, right? But I'm also at a place in my life where i I can accept that and know that he did the best with what he could. Uh, as a, uh, uh, he did the best with what he had, as you know, you guys know that saying, and that's um, not only him but all our parents. And then starting to actually now see the good and the the uniqueness and the value in who he was and his story and how that's impacted me um, in a positive way. You know, um, my dad didn't change the world, um, but he gave me um, a lot of ways to, to see the world and maybe um, I will help someone or, or say something and maybe that person may change the world. I don't know. Uh, but I think that we are all connected in that way and there is always a ripple in, in all our human exchanges, whether they're with our parents or friends or relationships. And so um, I see that effect and I appreciate it. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, and um, I hope that you tell your parents if they're still alive. Um, and I know many of us have really poor relationship with our parents, um, that at the very least that you love them. And um, if that's hard to do, then start with um, maybe a conversation with yourself in having peace and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, cause it's not about changing our parents. I mean, that's probably not going to happen. Our parents are dried cement, um, but it's about understanding them and getting to a place where, um, we can let go and forgive and appreciate. Um, and that's only going to humanize, uh, you more. Hey, before you go, if you like my ramblings and revelations and shares, I am now texting people directly to their phone 
just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com. If you want to subscribe, I'll be doing weekly text, five days a week, reminders, and also uh, mindsets and uh, exercises and challenges. And every week, there will be a different theme, a different topic. So I hope to see you in your phone. And also, if you enjoy this conversation, I hope you help me uh, spread the dialogue and help other people by sharing it. You never know what people need to hear. So if it's helped you, I hope you uh, can help me help others. Thank you. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training.